welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up Scottcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by... Jay Lit the Scott. Yeah. We're here. Mm. Wedding weekend uh, is over. I was not there. Do we do we want to just go right into? I just want to yeah like it's this is gonna be a Scott cast. It's we're this gonna is be the Scott cast. We're gonna it's gonna be all things Scott's wedding here. Uh, Jordan will be uh, you know giving us all the inside info, all the deeds, all the stories of all the dirt of what commenced. I was not able to make it. Uh, we I had a last minute death in the family. Mm. Um, so, uh, I had to attend services this weekend, so I was not able to be there to be the best man and do my duties, but it was all good. Cause guess who I had, guess ass- who we all had the assistant to the best man. Jordan stepped in like fine wine. Mm. Everyone said you did a great job. Uh, yeah, I got some good compliments. I didn't... Are you going to give me... I asked you if you got to see it. You said you got to see it. You didn't say anything else after that when I... What, you know, there was no well, follow-up to that. Well, as you know, just because like, I, I was just about to do it before we start. As you know, like before we start these episodes... We're always like we're we're conversating, but they're always like at arm's length because we don't ever want to we don't want to give up like anything that's like worthy to be spoken about on the on the podcast. So like that was a moment where I was like, I don't want to tell you how I felt about you delivering my speech now. I want to do it live on air. I had a feeling that was the case. I like to think that we both know when we're holding back. Yeah. And we know when the lights are on is when you know, the realness comes out. You can't fake live. Before we jump, like, you know, into, like, anything, I want to just bring up one thing that we were talking about before we went, uh, before the lights went on here, um, because we were talking about, um, we were talking about how, like, ever since Jordan had brought up that, when we did that segment of, like, go-to movies that you stop. The obligatory check-ins. The obligatory check-ins, thank you. The movies that you stop, um... And he was t- talking about how, you know, they just call bl- him and his wife just call it Blockbuster. It's just, yeah, Friday night, you rent them, you rent, you rent, you order a pizza, you rent a movie, and that's called Blockbuster. I wanted, you know what, you know what I've been doing lately? Cause I'm a big, I like, I like, I'm a big popcorn guy. Like, mm-hmm. I will make a, I will make popcorn if watching movie or like if I kind of like want something sweet, I'll make popcorn, like, you know, like after dinner. Mm hmm. And I've been fucking with this uh, this pop secret uh, caramel one. There's like the can. There's a caramel one out now. When you go popcorn, is it fair to say that you're straight? Um, I'm whatever whatever di- that fucking foldy thing is, and you just throw it. You nuke it in the microwave, or have yeah. you ever done it? Where you go, no actual seed in the uh, pan with the I've, top on. I've done that, yeah, but like I only I thought that was like whenever I'd see that in movies, I'm like that people don't do that. I do my family, my family does it, and that's the only people I've ever done it with. My like family up in Detroit, but yeah, no, canceled. Yeah, Mitski's canceled. Mitski's Mitski's uh, Mitski's might be canceled. Um, but I've been doing this camel popcorn thing. Okay, and uh. I kind of like it. It's but it's it's weird because you can tell 
they like put a coat of like caramel like inside of the folded bag. And it's so supposed to like it, melt over everything. It's supposed to melt over everything. But I've done three bags now of it, and whenever I open it, whenever I, I whenever I pull it out, the side that the caramel's clearly spread on is burning. Mm. It's like black burnt. It's like they haven't figured out that technology yet, but I still like it. Look, we can put people in space, but how we get that caramel to evenly distribute through the bag, that's still a mystery. Yeah, it's good though. I I go I go I go I, I, I know I might get some judgment too, so I also just want to clear the air you will. on on uh I go whatever the deal is. That's the popcorn. I'm not like a pop secret guy. If Orville Redenbacher's yeah, on, on sale, I was a little sale, surprised that you I was go waiting Orville. for you. I was waiting for you to say something. You seem like a purist, and I think that Orville. I don't even know which one's older, but that one just sounds older. So Orville like- is probably like the best one, but it's the most expensive, the more expensive one. Mm. So yeah, I go. I don't want any. I don't want to hear from anybody out there. I don't need anybody to call the hotline three zero five seven four one thirty six seventy one. And uh, give me, like, you know, trash me for using Pop Secret. Pop Secret was BOGO this week. So. Okay. So you're just a discount popcorn shopper. Yes. Because uh, to me, because like you said, if if I'm doing it, like, with the, the corn, the kernels or whatever the, whatever they're called. They, are they the, kernels? We'll call that analog in the in the pan. Yeah. yeah. If, if I'm, panalog. If, yeah, panalog. Thank you. If, we're, if I'm doing a panalog, then, like. You know that that's the real way to go. To me, the bag and the microwave for two and a half minutes, like they're all just kind of just shitty. I've like never. I don't think I've ever physically had a Panalog popcorn. Really? I've either gone bag at the house or actual machine at the movie. I don't think I've ever done that. That seems like a very like Midwestern Americana <laughs> yeah. like way to do it. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. Like when you said the Mitskis, it, that I that didn't shock me. That yeah. seems like they have something that they would do. They have the we have this. They have the special pan, like the special like. It's actually I don't think it's a pan. I think it's just like another like gizmo gadget, like yeah, that you put on the counter, and it's specifically for popcorn. Yeah. See, I'm not a big popcorn guy, so I don't know. My breadth of knowledge is I pick up the bag at blockbuster i put it on top of the movie uh-huh. and i slide that to my mom and uh-huh. i say yeah i need this and the sandlot and the beefings let's go and yeah. make sure you order the pizza with the two liter because i need that when we get to the house yes 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 yes. that's yes. it that's all i know god i want to have a movie night with you now you want to yeah it sounded we like all that. of that sounded like really nice we yeah. haven't done a movie we we we've had multiple movie nights we haven't done one uh recently <sighs> We haven't. It's been a hectic couple weeks. Um, we are here for all of October. Um, I'm very excited about that. Get some stuff done around the house and everything. So it'll be good to be here for a couple weekends. Fosters. Australian for bay. When's the last time you had a Fosty? A Frosty Fosty. A Frosty Fosty? Um, I, I was going to say like a long time ago, but then you said before we went on that, you said you've already gotten one for us, which I don't remember. They're pretty good. I didn't know. I didn't remember it being a lager, so it's like drinkable. Yeah, that's good, right? Yeah, should have should have gunned these, huh? Good lord! Did you uh, see any good movies on the plane? Did you watch any good movies on the plane? Um, I watched A Quiet Place. Actually, 
that is my what did I learn this week? Oh, okay. You want to save it? So whenever, whenever you're ready. Bud. Let's. All right. Yeah. Let's open up the janitor. Let's let's open up the janitor's closet. All right. Frank, um, I know you're off this week, but I'm gonna need you to fly up to Albany, New York, and look. These boys left a mess at the lake house. I'm gonna need you to get up there, clean everything up before the Airbnb uh, host gets over there, and uh, I'm gonna—I'll slip an extra twenty under the door for you. Thanks. The lake house looked dope. Yeah, it was. The lake house—the the lake house looked like you made a proper purchase there. So the good part was, as, as we talked about it last week, that I got to deflect the initial um, opening of the house yeah. to Bro Brian. He did confirm that yeah, she that's was actually, wait, crazy. Well, that led, led, that was actually funny because we had talked last week about how Bro Brian is going to have to take the brunt of that, but we did not account for Bro Brian listening to the episode before us getting there. I so texted, bro, him, texted, you, I texted him all the information of just like say, hey, since you're gonna be there first, this is what you need to know. And then like 15 minutes later, he texts me and goes, oh, so I gotta deal with this crazy bitch. And I hadn't told him anything about it. The only people that knew <laughs> what do you mean? were the podcast. And so that was a test, bro. And guess what? You passed. You listen. Climbing up uh, fan of the year. Uh, I'd like to throw him in the hat or in the mix. He's a silent but deadly. He, uh, he'll like, he'll, you know, if he's either mentioned or if there's something good in there, he'll shoot me the little side text. Mm -hmm. Um, he's a, a regular Wednesday listener. Apparently we join him when he, when he's at the gym quite often. Yes. We're not in there, uh, pumping iron, but, uh. We're helping him. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways I've I've heard that people check out the podcast. Some people go on trips. Some people, you know, are doing the gym. Um, some people I've heard are doing shower stuff. Mm. So the gym's up there. I, li- I like being in your ear while you're while while you're bettering yourself. Yeah, you know. I hope that squat just dips a little lower, knowing that I'm in there just helping you out. <sighs> Give me one. Give me one. <laughs> give me one more. So, um, MC5. Yes. Danny's Claws. How'd we do? Um, I liked it. How'd we do? Um, it wasn't... A little, thra- a little too thrashy for you? No, it wasn't... I don't know. Maybe you made it seem thrashier than it was. I don't, oh. I don't know. Not um, as thrashy. Oh, so, wait. You thought it would be thrashier. Yes. Okay. Um, overall, I liked it. I need... This is the, the the way I will explain it is it is like the new album of someone that comes out and you give it the first listen and you, I don't want to say rush to judgment, but you're like, I need to run that tape back at least two more times before it's, I give it my full opinion. I'm assuming you were checking it out at your desk. Yes, but I was playing I it loudly like, and no one was around. I feel like it's not like it's, it's one of those like in the car. Okay. Like, like, you know, it's like not so at the I desk. can crank it. Yeah, I mean, I was cranking. Well, it's I was not, cranking it's not at more my desk. Like a, it's not more of like a loudness. It just needs to be like it can't be in the headphones. No, no, no. I have, I have. Oh, um, you're blasting. Yeah, like when I go in in the morning, I 
I actually like took speakers from someone else, uh-huh. plugged them into my computer, and because no one's there in the morning, I my the volume is at ninety nine, nice. like all all morning until people start to come in, nice. and then whether or not I've decided that you're cool, I will leave the music on said volume level for others to judge. Uh, if they're cool, uh-huh. if they're not cool, I have to turn it down because they don't, they just yeah. won't get it. Yeah, they'll be like, "What the fuck is this?" Exactly. Right. So it depends when you walk in. When when you walk in and Jaylet's there and he turns the music down, and, uh, that's it. Enough okay. said. Okay. Enough said. Okay. And if I turn the music up, and you, this is you're I mean, welcome. You're welcome. Nice. Okay. So All right. That's that's MC Five. I want. What I'm gonna say is that I liked it. The jury is out on how influential they will be joining my future playlists. Gotcha. Is that yeah, fair? They, they, yeah, that, that's fair. They, I mean, I disagree, but you know, they that's all fine. can't be winners in your hearts. They're all winners in my hearts. I'm not saying they're not winners, but there's obviously there's different levels to this shit. I, I don't think. I think. I think this is just you need to have a conversation with my father about it, and then I think you'll come away with a better. <sighs> the problem is he really will, the problem he'll, is he'll when I in. talk to Chris about music. First <laughs> off, he loves to shit on on me musically but then almost anything he says after that i will always find cooler than what i thought it was before right you know what i mean so it's like damn okay yeah yeah you know he was yeah he was just there so it's like way cooler well that's the other part of it too yeah yeah so um are you all right let me ask you then yeah alex what did you learn this week so, I learned this week that R. Kelly got what was coming to him. Mm. The jury has deliberated and they have struck down their uh, their decision. And? Guilty. Mm. On all charges, buddy. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, you will fucking die in jail. No one feels bad for you. Uh, you Not went broke in the process. How it's supposed to go. That's how it's supposed to end for fucking pieces of shit mm. like yourself. Mm. So yeah, today they, I saw it. It was like earlier today, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep, the they they came they came out today. Um, he was guilty on all racketeering, all sexual allegations, all the stuff. So. Yeah, typically in the I don't know when they d- started the deliberation, but Friday. typically. Typically, when there's a short deliberation, it's really bad news for the defendant. That's the longer it goes, I said it was Friday. Like they started like Friday, like at four, and then like they they went home at five, and they came back and just finished it. Yeah. So typically, when they're when they're not uh, deliberating very long, you're effed. Mm-hmm. And the longer they deliberate, the likelier chance of either a mistrial or uh, an acquittal. So yeah, we all knew that was gonna happen though. Yep. See you later, alligator. That's uh, that's what I learned this week. Justice was served, uh, and it's not always the case. But no, usually the system fumbles some of these. Well, the system did fumble this one specifically for a very long time, I think. Yeah, and it, it you know like the eighth time is the charm. Yeah, with yeah. this specifically. Yeah, so. it was like yeah, there was a bunch of like the there was like you know two girls that testify like late last week about because i don't do you remember when remember when he went on with gail king and like did the y'all killing me you know oh, yeah. like he like you showed his ass 
Um, they also interviewed like I don't know if you remember like two of the chicks that were supposed to be with them. The ones that were like at first like defending him, right? Right. Yeah. And like they last week were uh, on the stand. And they were asked about that, and they both were just like, yeah, he was behind the camera the whole time. Like, coach, like, we couldn't do, we were, we yeah. Were, yeah, we had to, like. It didn't matter that we were on camera. Right. Yeah, He's like, for he, sure. he was behind the camera, like, if you all say shit, you're fucked. Exactly. Yeah. Well, guess who's fucked now? Yeah, buddy. And you know what? Um, in prison. How do you think, that's what I was thinking about, though. Like, Usually how do you think they're that's not very. Go? Um, I think that, I mean, he's in, he's in like Cook County or somewhere near Chicago, right? Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see if he does get fucked. Or with. is it Atlanta? I, I think he lives, Chicago. I think they live in Atlanta. I, I think if he, got, the further couple, away from Chicago he gets, the, the more likely he will get fucked with. Yeah. And Cause that's what I, not fucked with. That's what I was wondering too. I was like, I wonder if like. ATL don't play. Cushy for him. Like I, ATL don't play. Like how are like are the are the guys in there gonna be like, yo, it's Kelly. He was like, are they gonna think that that was cool that he was smashing younger pussy or something? You know what I mean? Like I, that's like my next thing. I was like, is he gonna go in there and they're all gonna be like, yo, ignition was dope. I think that you know there will be a contingency it. that is like, okay, whatever, and you're you were famous and I want clout in jail, so I'll be friends with you. Mm-hmm. But I think that. Traditionally, as you know, I spent time in the feds. Yep. Uh, traditionally, we look down <laughs> upon people who d- had, you know, were involved with crimes with minors. I will leave it at that. Yes. I'm sure we will find out very soon whether or not um, people are a fan for or, the for the contingency know. that is behind bars that listens that are our loyal, you know, listeners. We have many. Yeah. Uh, do the right thing. And we ain't talking movies right now. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. That's yeah. all we're going to say. We'll leave it at that. All right, Spike. Do the right thing. That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, Jordan, what did you learn this week? Woo. All right. So, I was thinking about my buds a lot during this and uh, had a little bit of an emotional flight up to... New York. Uh-huh. Um, I had downloaded the uh, Leonard Skinner documentary. Oh, yeah, Netflix. the new one? Yes. Nice. I feel uh, like I've seen so many, I wasn't going to watch it. It's If I Leave Here Tomorrow Yeah. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And um, it was very interesting. That's a good one to watch on a plane ride. <laughs> that was, honestly... This fucking guy. Yeah, so part of... Part of what I realized as I started this movie about a a band who died on a plane crash is that as someone who doesn't really, like, I don't love flying. I don't know people that really love to fly, like, you know, I hate takeoff and I hate landing. Right. And I was thinking about that as I started it, but I said I've already started it. So, ironically, (laughs) if we crash right now, I mean... You know, it is what it is. Oh, that's funny. Um, that is really funny. But yeah. speaking of the the uh, spoiler alert, the the plane crash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. For 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 all you guys that don't know, Leonard Skinner died in a fiery fucking plane crash. So it wasn't something. that fiery, actually. And they went down it was in like, some wood, a big wooded area. And so what I learned was, um, if uh, you someone know, saw it, right. So or heard it, I think it was actually neither. So what I and I'll explain it. But basically, there's a uh, one of my favorite songs by Leonard Skinner is called Mississippi Kid. 
Mm-hmm. And all those boys, as you know, are from Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought it was very interesting that, you know, he didn't really have ties to Mississippi. Guess where the plane went down? In Mississippi? Mississippi. Wow. Flying from the Carolinas over to to Louisiana. Not a small, not a long flight. No. What was the... Wasn't um what what, what was there any what, what what was there was there anything wrong with the plane or just went down so, wasn't didn't wasn't there wind what, there what was, was it? like thirty people on the plane I thought it was like when I you know I didn't know much about it I uh-huh. thought it was like five you know just the band on charter the plane. so it was a it was a small plane that they had been using and they were kind of worried about like the mechanical stuff with it that but they said when we get to Louisiana we'll deal with it. Yeah. Some of them did not want to fly yeah. and didn't fly. Yes. Some yeah, of them drove. That's right, yeah. And Ronnie said, basically, like, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. And they got on the plane. They were flying. And basically, they ran out of gas. And really? they ran out of gas. That's a big fuck up. And, yeah, like, they went down. And they were trying to coast down. And they started hitting trees. Mm-hmm. And they basically, like, got lodged in the trees. It was the two pilots, Ronnie Van Zant, um two of the other guys and one of the backup singers okay. that passed. Um, but the way they got found was, I think someone might've heard it, which caused, so, yeah. but, but one of the guys who was in the band, didn't some who people, wasn't that fucked up. Some, some like, survived. Oh no, no. Most people survived. Yeah. Like there was like 30 people on, yeah. the, on the flight. Only six passed away. But one of the band members, I can't remember his name, like was all dazed and like walked to a farm and like got those people. And on the documentary, when they went to the place where the crash was, it was like a bunch of old, like, Leonard Skinner, like, hick historians. They are uh-huh. like, it was right around here. And they were like, I bet if you dug around here, like, just very easily, you'd find a piece. And the, the guy, like, walks over and starts to kick something and finds a piece of the fucking plane. Just, wow. like, sitting under a little bit of leaves. Wow. So... It was very just like Do a lot of people go there. Did they say a lot of people? They said that like people will come through and like every, every like every year. <laughs> I would people, totally well like to do that. I was thinking about it. Like if I was in there, like let's do that. And I would I would like to plan a trip with you and I driving road trip to Muscle Shoals. Ah, wow. Because they be talked so cool. about that in there. Like I was thinking about that while watching it, and the swampers. You know, yeah, I was just like, that's something that I think you and I should do. That would be cool so, as fuck. Um, but just a couple other interesting things was, um, besides where the crash was and all that, the band used to be called the 1%. Mm-hmm. One percenters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were actually, you know, for being where they were from and what the band they actually... They were practice fucking whores, man. They were practice hounds. They oh, practiced yeah. and practiced and practiced and practiced. They said that they would, they would all practice because they had three guitarists. Mm-hmm. So they would all practice each other's parts yeah. and then keep pla- practicing it. And one of the mixers, one of the, you know, the studio engineers, he said when they would come in, they would play every song exactly the same. Yep. It was a recording artist dream mm-hmm. because they would just they were so well regimented yeah. and all that that it was just insane yeah but um they, they were, were actually they, were they, they would lock themselves like in that shack like on the river in jackson it was called like it? the hell house or yeah, something like and they that were just and it was like a piece day, of shit every day yeah yeah um but the one thing that was also pretty interesting was that they were actually somewhat i don't want to say hippies but they were considering who they were and what they represented to a lot of people they were actually pretty progressive. What do you so, mean? So in the song Sweet Home Alabama, they're talking about not supporting the Alabama governor. 
Okay. Uh, for like segregation and stuff like that. They uh-huh. have another song where they're talking about. They get a lot of shit for their gun, Confederate flag, you know. Being well, they basically they had another song about like gun control and pistols and stuff like that. Okay. And um, give me back my bullets. And there was uh, and they talked about the rebel flag and basically that they uh, you know. They understood what it meant, I guess, back then and stuff like that, and that they don't really like approve of that now. And in, in hindsight, so yeah, yeah, there was a lot of very interesting stuff. It was a little emotional too, just because like I fucking love you their love music. That band. Yeah, you love. That I band. love you know just that you know we lived in Jacksonville for a decade, you know, thinking just about like just Southern pride in a weird way, but like you know our 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 dads and just like rock and roll in that time. And just everything about it was very cool. And just like when you hear them talk about how they made music, it was just very interesting. Did they go over and the being naming, on a plane to naming of the band. Yeah, of course. But I, that's one of the things I did know. Okay. You know what I mean? But like, you know, they were in Jacksonville, like, like on the West side, like 20 miles away from where we spent a lot they of were time. gods up there. Are and so, so are. I I told uh, wifey if we do go up there, I want to go to the cemetery and I want to go to Ronnie Van Zant's. Uh, I used to um I used to please. serve his family came in all, all the time to the diner. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's yeah. her? I for, what was her name? Claire? Or I have her name. I can't remember. Or no, Melody was her name. That's right. Melody of was was his was the daughter. She used to always come in, and uh, her. Her daughter was like best friends with one of the colonel's daughters. So they were like best with friends. Jordan, yeah, yeah. So they came in all the time to diner. So I used to always serve them, and um, just uh, it was very cool. If you guys haven't seen it, if I leave here tomorrow, um, one of the one of the uh, shows that's in there a little bit is when they play probably early seventies at uh, at UF, the Gainesville, yeah, the Gainesville stop on. It's like I think it's a pretty Good famous. Footage. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I'll check it out then, because I've seen, like, dude, there's been a lot of documentaries, well, a lot of documentaries on them. But... It's just also, it was super cool to learn more about Ronnie, because mm-hmm. of how just introspective he was, and just everything about him. Um, I would highly recommend it, if you're into any of that type of stuff. Uh, it's just a very, I, th- I thought it was very... I'll very check good. it out. I mean, I'm hopping on a plane again tomorrow, so... I'll watch. I'll watch it on that plane ride. There you go. Come you on, know? join the club. I watched it on that plane ride. Really, uh, roll the dice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it was very, very cool. I, Ellie was just like, you know, next to me asleep. I'm like tearing up as I'm watching a a Leonard documentary. And uh, you know, before we had a pretty big and emotional weekend on top of that. So it was just, it, it was very cool, and I would definitely recommend it. You watch on the way. On the way there, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. What'd you watch on the way back? Um, I watched, uh, so I didn't, re- I, so I this watched was a shitty Jason Statham movie on the way back, Wrath of Mercy or something like that. I, um, it's pretty bad. so I've, ne- I've mostly been flying Southwest and we flew JetBlue, which I'd never really done before. JetBlue's, that was actually my first JetBlue flight JetBlue, there and back. It, to me, Delta's the best, JetBlue's second. So they had free Wi-Fi, which you don't get on Southwest and they had fucking TVs Everyone's, in, yeah, in TV. the uh, headrests of the, of the, so I was watching football. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can watch that oh, TV and shit. Also I was, this fucking show just came out on which Netflix. One? It's called Chicago party ant. Don't it's know. A, 
It is a fucking oh, animated. Oh, is it the animated one? Yo. Is it good? Yo. All right. I watched I the saw whole it. fucking season yesterday. I saw that. Now, you know how much I love animated stuff. And I'm like, this looks like it's another raunchy animated. She is animated. fucking is raunchy. It, is it like just, Big Mouth, kind of? Like raunchy like that? or But like an old like an old spinster who lo- just loves partying, fucking, drinking, huffing down cigs. Do and we just, know her? Who does the voice? Is it somebody not, that we know? I don't know, think it's anyone you know. Anybody? Okay. No, but it's just, I mean, and she's got, they all got these uh, these big Chicago accents. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, big, big Bears fans. And uh, I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. dude, watch that show. All right, all right. I know I saw it. I saw I it. I was fucking, I was laughing out loud on the plane and people were just like, what's going on over there? Okay. It was good. Okay. All right, so I'll check that report out. back to me. Okay. Download a couple of those apps for tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, so, report back. Report back to me on this wedding. Uh, actually, I have one other thing. I oh learned yeah, one more thing. Okay. Yeah, I learned a lot about lakes. Also, <laughs> you uh, this guy. This guy stays on one lake. And uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, one of Scott's friends is a. I think he's a biologist, Brian. Mm-hmm. I think he's a biologist. Okay. And El, uh, wifey was was asking me. First off, she didn't know if the lake was saltwater or freshwater, which I had to sit her down and explain how lakes work. Um, <laughs> She's been living in South Florida way too yeah, long. Yeah, that's what I was like. Exactly. Exactly. So, but she also asked if lakes have tides. And they I, do. So the the quick answer for me was no. But Lake Michigan, I spoke the to, other deal. But I think, doesn't Lake Michigan run, for, doesn't the St. Lawrence, isn't there a, an outlet to a larger body of water? No. Mm-mm. Okay, so that's like Lake Superior or some shit. Yeah. Um, no. This this there's got all that wind up there. Lake you know? Saratoga is, um, you know, fully enclosed, landlocked lake. Is that what you said? On was that is that was Lake that? Saratoga? Was, okay. So what he told me was actually you kind of went into it right there. It's called um, lakes do have tides and they're called seish waves. So a seish wave is the pull and rise mm-hmm. of the water because of the wind, the essentially. Wind, yeah. So if you basically took a, as he explained it to me with his solo cup full of beer, <laughs> and he jig- jiggled it back and forth, and the water kind of goes like this from side to side, that's essentially what happens in a lake, and it's called a seish wave. I like that he used the solo cup. He literally was holding it, and he goes, this is how it works. That's that Bill Nye shit. It's like, what is it? And then when they do that, you're like, oh. So I will for never. I will never forget like that now. You but. will at one point in the future do the solo cup routine to somebody else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to use it on their podcast for what they learned that week. Right. Yeah. And I will be the Brian. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my other what another. That's your bonus. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, so how how do you want to do you want to set this up for like um well, so I want to getting into it I'll, too much. I'll I'll go in first and just get it out of the way. I watched the video. So, I Jordan took over best man duties and one of those duties um was my speech. Um, and I finally got, was able to access the video last night. For some reason, the FBI apparently sent me the video and I wasn't able to watch it. I had to Mm. put in like an access code, Mm -hmm. but I finally was able to watch it last night and you fucking knocked it out of the park. Did I? I thought you did great. I was, I was watching it last night and I started tearing up, especially towards the end. Like I was like, I I was tearing up because of the speech 
which was weird because I wrote it. And then I was also like tearing up for you. And, and I was like, and how well you delivered it. And I was like, yes. There was a lot of people laughing. So I liked that. Yeah. I don't know if you watched the video. I haven't. I haven't. I, pro- I need to watch it back if because you want- I was too in the zone of... The biggest issue I had was I was trying to make it seem natural by not looking directly at the paper and trying to look out as much as I could. Yeah. But I wasn't keeping my finger on where I was, so I would have to, like, look out and talk for a little and then come back. I didn't pick up on any, like... There was one that I knew of, but everything else was pretty... I mean, we talk a lot. Yeah. So that's why, like, you know... Yeah. You know, I'm a sales guy. Um... But yeah, no, you knocked it. Yeah, if you if you do end up watching it back, you'll notice. I mean, there was even like I think there was even like one part that like it wasn't even meant to be funny, but it, it was people when, were just laughing. It was when you were saying something to me about when he goes up north. You know, that'll be the last woman he ever. Yeah, that was you know? funny. You were like, and then you were like, and I like you went stepped to the... aside so <laughs> yeah. that you could tell me that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was very interesting reading my first best man speech, where I was not the best man, nor did I write the speech. Yeah, so that was that'll always be like a funny story. Um, but you know, I I didn't actually look at it until the night before, mm-hmm. and I only read it out loud really once, but I made, I read through it, like, when Scott was off doing his duties, uh, right before, like, with photos and stuff, I, I went through it and, you know, kind of understood what you wanted out of it, and I, uh, you know, I think, I, I got a lot of people that came up and gave me compliments, so. Sweet. I think if you did a shitty job that you get less of those. Some people will still do it. Right. Yeah, yeah, you did, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. but a lot of people gave me the, uh, the old pat on the back, so. Nice. All right, yeah, I'm glad good. that it, uh, moved your monkey. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. I was, I was, I was tearing up, and and, and people were laughing, and I, because I had it, I sent it to my sister to print out before I knew I wasn't gonna be able to come. So yeah. when we were uh, up up in Detroit, like we were talking about it, because I was like, that was like, because that was really like the one thing I was like really bummed out about yeah. was like I wasn't able to like have Scott hear my words, mm-hmm. and um. And that's why, you know, I, I asked you to do it. But my, so my sister read it. She was like, we were in the car, all of us, the family. And, she was, and, and I was like, yeah, you guys aren't going to be able to hear it. And, and Ash was like, well, I have it. And she, so we did it in the car again. And it, uh, it landed in the car. So I was like, all right, I this, all right it'll probably, it's going to land tomorrow. It'll be good. Yeah, it was good. Um, the the uh, maid of honor speech from, from Elizabeth was really good. And the uh, the speech from from Jodes and Breezers yeah was just a one fucking they they were going it was Mike were they roasting? Tyson like, Mike Tyson body shots just for the laughs and they were all landing all nice. very very good there's video of that out there too so um, I think even I think Chet said he even put the speech on YouTube oh so we gotta go <laughs> of course you we gotta go find that okay um. But so I I, I want to do actually uh, very quickly a segment that I uh, fuck give me a sec yeah um okay uh okay here yeah. we go yeah I want to go I want to tell you about the weekend but I want to go and tell you a little bit about this segment that I've that I came up with based on the weekend and it's called yes and yikes. <laughs> Yes and yikes. All right. Yes and yikes. Yes and These yikes. These are things from the weekend that I enjoyed. 
the uh-huh. yes. Uh-huh. And things that I did not. Okay. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do it. First, I'm going to give you the yeses because I'd be remiss to say were that. Were those donuts a yes? Um, Yes, they were. I had like. I saw that. I that, had three that of them. That donut spread. And I was like, drunkenly, fuck. I had at least three of them that night. Ugh. Uh, and wifey took a doggy bag. I had one the next day. Oh yeah. Um, so let me just start with the yeses. Then we'll get into the yikes. Okay. Cause I think that's overall, it was fucking amazing. Right. And yeah, we yeah, got to yeah. get the good stuff out the way. Right. Okay. okay. So, uh, first off, it was just a beautiful wedding. Uh-huh. Mazel tov to the bride and the weather groom. held up. That's the next okay. one. <laughs> Sorry. I'll shut up. <laughs> Let's just get into that. The fucking, I guess a cold front came through Thursday, like as we were getting in, Mm -hmm. because we got there and it was like, you know, 80 degrees. And then right after that, a little bit of rain came through and the clouds and everything. And it got like to like 70. Mm -hmm. It was fucking perfect. Mm -hmm. The next day, the sun kind of burned off the clouds and it was, it was beautiful. Like, okay. Picturesque, perfect weather. You know, you're outside in a suit and you're not sweating at all. Hell so yeah. that just tells you right there the dream. Yeah. Okay. Um, the lake house was just absolutely boss. Yeah. Beyond the fact that there was a crazy lady who owned it, it was an amazing view, uh, a great setup inside. Um, another thing that was just absolutely phenomenal in the house was the golden tea. I saw that they arcade had games in the there. arcade game golden tea uh, was just perfect because the girls could just lay on the couch and hang out, and we were just crushing beers. You know, playing the front or back nine. Right. No, no big deal. Right. So that was great. Um, the food spread. Food spread the, 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 the night before the wedding. Food was amazing. Um, the local food in Saratoga, which downtown, they have a very cool strip. Uh, we got some breakfast that was really, really good. All the food at the wedding was, was great. Mm-hmm. So What was it? Didn't have, they had like a chicken um, and whatever. They did like a chicken dish. They had um, prime rib with the um, carving station. They, yeah, they had a guy doing the, the carving. Um, they had some Italian like noodles and stuff like that. It, it was good. Nice. It was very good. Um, ooh, during the uh, happy or the cocktail hour, they had little Rubens on top of a shot glass of uh, Guinness. Phenom. Yeah, that yeah, combo was. I, I don't know why. You. I don't know why that combo I guess, was doing it. I guess they're assuming that like that that a Reuben is Irish when it's clearly Jewish. I I I wasn't even. I don't know why why they the you know there's no cultural or like ethnic like. I would go to war over that too. I want to claim that. I don't know if the if the Irish get that or not. Um, I've never heard anyone say like, oh, I want to. I wish I had a Guinness with this Reuben. It was good though. Right. Uh, amazing. Uh, it was really great to get the Jack's crew back at it together. Yeah. Um, you know, we stayed with bro and camo, which was great. Uh, Shana and Joel parachuted in for the night, mm-hmm. got in on Friday morning, uh, before the wedding stayed, you know, we got to hang out with them the next morning a little bit as well. So that was really nice to get to kind of hang out with them. Sans, sans child. Um, the Albany airport, <laughs> you uh, barely an airport. My new kink, my new kink and my new love, as we talked about it the week before, I fucking hate airports. Uh I want to spend as little time inside them as possible. Yes. So when we got to the airport, I've never had this happen in my fucking life. We went inside. 
There was no one there besides us to to check in our bags and get and get our tickets. Mm-hmm. We went to security. There's not a single person in line. Yes. And we got we got through everything in under five minutes. Yeah. It was the most beautiful experience I've ever had <laughs> in my entire life. An empty airport is my new kink. Yeah. I can say that. Don't, that's that's a rarity. So, those were my yeses. Ah, let's get the yikes. My yikes. Let's go. Okay. Uh, the first one was the, you know, we didn't do the rental car, which maybe in hindsight we should have considering where we were. Yeah. Not a big deal, but I, I learned very quickly Saratoga Springs is not a bustling metropolis. Nope. And... Um, there was very lack of options for like delivery of foods and yeah, things of that that's, nature. Yeah, that's yeah. I remember we that take, last year. We take we uh, take advantage of that down here in South Florida because yeah, you there's get, no Uber Eats up there. There is, but it's just very limited. Yeah. So that wasn't great, but it is what it is. You know. Um. Uh. Th- this next one, I'm gonna put the old hand up. This one's on me. <laughs> Didn't read the fine print on the uh, on the house and noticed that there was no Wi-Fi and or cable TV. Whoa. There was a DVD player with DVDs. We did watch Ace Ventura Pet Detective. There's no fucking Wi-Fi? Well, no. Like, our phones had service. But, but there was no Wi-Fi. But, yo. Hey, I... I put my hand up. 2021. What kind of... I feel like they turned it off. The crazy lady probably is like, I'm not paying $30 a month for people to have Wi-Fi, even though I'm charging like $300 a night. I was about to say, fucking bitch. Um, At that point, it's like, yo, will you just charge me $30 and give us that? (laughs) Yeah. Now, these last two, these are my bugaboos. Oh, God. First one, Suitgate 2021. (laughs) I didn't even try mine on. So the suit actually didn't, I didn't fit. Even try suit mine didn't on. fit that badly. There was a kind of actually the one spot it didn't really fit was in the crotch where I most certainly would have ripped my pants had I worn them. Now Scott, our had gracious, you worn them, Scott, our gracious host, picked up another pair for me. A little bit more room in the balls area. Okay. Okay. Which was great. Um, I've never had a shirt. I've never tussled. With a shirt, so much in my goddamn life. Wait, she kept this thing, untucked? no, or... it it well, it was so difficult to tuck in, and like it was, it was like because firm. it was short or just no, like the it material. was long. It was the material. I don't know what the fuck this shirt was made out of. No, look, I was battling, and and credit to me, I battled all night. There's nothing worse than wearing a tux and the shirt keeps coming untucked. Well, if you're you, you, you want to keep it tight. Yeah, well, that and then the pants, because as you know, on the tucks, like it has the little like side adjusters. Yes. So the side adjusters, because of where you have to wear the pants and the shirt tuck combo, I was just, I was in a, the pants looked a little dumpy. I felt like Donald Trump up there. But the shirt. <laughs> yeah, a little fupa going. Yeah, the shirt was just fucking just wrestling with me all night. Damn. Yeah. So, but look, credit to me. I pushed through it. I persevered. Okay. You know, it was so a jacket stayed on the whole night. Uh, no, it came off okay. for parts of it, but it was just a struggle. And I knew that it was a, you know, 60 minute four quarter game. I couldn't just, you know. I couldn't give up halfway through. Okay. So that was, you know, one of the big bugaboos. This last one. I think we knew that one was coming. I don't know. I mean, any other suit I've ever worn has never given me that much trouble. 
In my entire life. We, we didn't exactly go to a professional to get it. Uh, it wasn't about the fitting of the suit. It so was about measure, the... Our measurements were fine. It was just material stuff happening. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. He had um, some type of like like a slim fit cut like going on the like crotch it was area. Fine. No, like it fit fine in the front. Like the back wouldn't stay up even though it was like nice and pulling hugging. Pulling your ass up. Yeah. I was like pulling my ass up and the shirt was like... You know when you get a good tuck and then you kind of raise the arms to like pull it out just a little uh-huh. so that it looks good? Yeah. The shirt was like staying folded over oh. so that it looked like creasy near... So it like you were like a fat slob. Yes. Yeah, fuck. And I mean, look, I'm a slob. God, mine would have been 10 times worse if yours was like this. Yeah, so it was a struggle all night and credit to me for fighting through it. Nice, okay. Um, <laughs> and then the last thing. The best Do you, last. let me ask you, when you went up there, that was probably like 2018, right? That was probably the last time you went. I went last year. Oh yeah, last year. I was there for the ceremony All right, last when you year. Were, yeah. When you were staying um, in the hotel or even at Scott's, whatever, and you were, do you remember any issue with the water? Do I remember issue with the water? Um, Think back to when you were just cranking it in the shower. Did it, anything... Does that does that does that bring up any memories for you? No, no. This no. fucking water coming out of this goddamn shower. <laughs> I called it all weekend. I called it butter water. Why? It, it felt fucking like you know when you're in the shower and you've applied the soap, and you feel the soap all over your body, and yeah. then you start to wash the soap off, but then you feel it kind of like slimy on you still somewhere so you're like all right i gotta turn around and and, and, and yeah. wet that area off more yeah there's still there's still something on me that's yeah. not water yeah so could never get that <laughs> it was basically it was that feeling before you ever applied the soap maybe this was a lakes lake water sitch i don't maybe, know maybe they're playing maybe they're maybe they're pulling from saratoga but this 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 butter water with literally <laughs> Would literally, I felt it on me, and I thought that there was soap on me, and I was trying to wipe it off. And every time I would wipe it off, it would come back. Jordan was like, Jordan was was blockbuster in the fucking shower. You Yo, like buttered up pop. I swear, I yeah, fuck. You didn't need to put any extra butter on that pop. I Jesus. promise. Um, so what about all, even when you got out? When you got when you when it was the when the water was done being all so over once you. the water wicked off. That's you, weird. Once the water, I wicked wouldn't off like you, that feeling. No, I hated it. I hate it. You you put the soap and then you dry it off and then it's like it's dry and it's once hard. the water like wicked off you, it wouldn't you wouldn't feel like oily on you. But while that water was coming off of you, it fucking felt weird. And did any would did anybody everyone, else did everyone, go like yeah me too? Everyone else staying at the house, so maybe it's a lake thing. But this butter water, I'm telling you, it was once again. I pushed through it. Uh, hand, you know, credit to me. How did it taste? Uh, not buttery, but it didn't really taste weird. You had something. It you, felt. You had, it felt fucking little, weird. You had dude. a little runoff thing going on there. I don't know, bro. It looked clear. Looked fine. Didn't smell. I mean, it was. I couldn't. I, I couldn't figure out what it was. Now, Brian, the biologist, told I, this me, is the most intriguing part of this whole entire wedding. Uh, that's why I saved it. That's uh, why I saved it for the last this, one. Of this whole entire wedding story, because I want to now take a shower in it. The butter water was very weird. And what now, about like between the toes? Everywhere it felt weird. I'm telling you, I kept trying to brush it off me before I even put the soap on. I thought the soap was already on me somehow. 
and then <laughs> that's the only way I can describe shower, it. The soap runs through is is like in yeah. the water. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. So I like then I put the soap, applied the soap, got all the soap off, and it still felt all over me. Gotta, I kept doing you this. Put that in the review for for the uh, old uh, the old bitch. I lady. haven't I haven't left the review. You yet. Yeah, let the review like yo. Speaking of which, what do I do about this? Let me ask you, because the place that we stayed was great. Mm-hmm. The actual like. After the original check-in, which I wasn't there for, everything from the minute I got there to the minute I left was great. Uh-huh. But everything from before I got there and dealing with this fucking lady... She was that bad, huh? I mean, it was just like an extra level... Was the level. street all narrow and shit, like she said? Oh, my God. She well, overblew that. I, was, I, that was like the one thing I wanted to ask you. I was like, was this uh, a back alley street or what, like she had said it was? Or, or... one way in, you gotta, you gotta pull I mean, over. She made it seem like it was... A little Peruvian road on the side of a mountain where right. if you didn't pull over, you would fucking fall off and the die. The ridge is on one side, so be careful. It was a little bit wider than a normal road, probably. Uh-huh. And, like, you easily pulled off to the side and let the person by. <laughs> it was... Now, I will say this. Bro did say that it did seem like she might have, like, wasn't all there. So I don't want to, like, lay into her too hard because maybe there's, like... I don't know. Maybe she's on the spectrum or I don't know. Something like that. But um, so I don't know. What do, what do I do with this review? Do I just not leave one? Um, I think you should leave a review only about the shower. I think you should tell her to, to remove the butter. Oh, so she won't know this either because um, this was great too. So Scott stayed with us. I don't know if I you should have left a note when you when you left and said, "Hey, my review will be on the next episode of Shut the Funk Up podcast." So listen listen to it. I already called her a crazy bitch, so I got to be careful. Um, But come after you? uh, I don't know. (laughs) Um, So Scott stayed with us on Thursday night before Mm -hmm. the wedding because he was like, "We have one hotel room, and and wifey's got to start getting ready at seven a.m." So I said, yikes, come stay with us mm-hmm. and we'll get you. We, we went to brunch or breakfast the next morning. So um, he stayed with us and I think we ripped his shirt open all the yeah, way down to the little piece. That. So that somehow that shirt made it to the last night. So we took a video and I have it. I think you saw it. Maybe um, we wanted to hang that jersey in the rafters. So we went down Where'd into the do? weird rapey underneath basement that really wasn't a basement uh-huh. and we took his shirt under there and we stowed it away under <laughs> in a corner that no one would ever so see it's it there at the house yes oh so yes. the jersey scott your jersey is in the ring of honor you uh you are in you know the pantheon i was wondering what that cubby hole that uh brian was in bro brian was in. yeah that was, was like, like in a crawl he looks like he's like very under... it was a very john wayne gacy i'm gonna Yo. murder and leave people under here type situation right yes that's exactly the only way to describe oh, it. oh god so your jersey's hanging in the rafters but i like i love that yeah yeah we thought about that and we had to do it i love so. that um overall weekend was great thursday night got in we went to like a restaurant, the uh, the Thirsty Owl. It was a hoot. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> that was great. Got to see meet the family and everyone involved. Uh, he came back to the house with us, you know, drank and, and hung out and all Some that cigars. Uh, well, we waited till till uh, Saturday for those, but yeah. And then uh, game day, we woke up, went and uh, got some break. All the boys went and got breakfast. Big B and everyone. Um, and that was nice. Little triangle diner was very good. Okay. Um, then What'd we you get uh, little uh, eggs Benedict locks. 
Lox. Lox ah, bread. Should have known. Lox bread. Um, went back to the house, got ready, came over to Scott's. Uh, you know, got all the boys were in the in the hotel room. Um, Johnny and Ben, absolute studs. Yeah. Love. I told. I told Johnny's a beast. I told Breezers too. I go. I feel like Johnny is not even Ben's son. I go. That's just his younger brother, and they're just fucking loving life together. <laughs> um, it was. It was. They were. They were a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, never. I've heard so much about him and never got to hang with him. He is as advertised. Who Ben or Johnny? Ben. Yeah. And Johnny. Yeah. Ben's Ben's fucking hilarious. Yeah. No. Fucking total wild card behavior. Yeah. Loved all of it. Uh, they were great. So. Uh, then you know Scott and I got in the uh, the limo, drove us a fucking a, a two block walk that we could have walked ourselves. I don't know why. <laughs> Literally twenty seconds, we were in the limo. Uh, got there with all the boys, did the photos. Um, then we got to the wedding. Wedding was great, um, picturesque, beautiful weather. Like I told you, food was great. DJ, after all the speeches, you'll love this. The DJ said, hey, I don't normally do this, but he took the mic kind of where we all were standing and was just like, hey, I just want to let everyone know, you know, with the pandemic and kind of struggling to like make ends meet. Scott was like paying me for this wedding in the times where things were tough. And normally I'm not like bros or buds or friends with the people that have hired me. But we just totally bonded over our fucking love of Jay Dilla. Yeah, I heard and was- I just want to give a shout out to him and everyone here. And that was a cool little moment. Um, yeah, I talked to Scott. He was telling me about the, the the DJ. I was like, man, it sounds like if I was there, I would have like had a total like bromance going on. Yeah, no, uh, played great music, uh, kept it going. Uh, dance floor was 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 popping. It was great. It was a great time. Uh, nice. The next day they had, uh, and we need to talk about this. Yeah. The next day we had the little BBQ at the house at yes. at uh, at Scott's parents' house. They had this Airbnb. Very right behind the racetrack. When I say picturesque Americana, <laughs> I, it doesn't even do it justice. Beautiful house, kind of like on a little hill. We were playing wiffle ball and drinking beers. And do you want to set up? Yeah. Do you want to set this so... up? Because I have to explain it. I want you to explain yeah. what it was. And then I'm going to explain it from actually watching it. Yeah. So. Because this was a very great little wrinkle. Yeah. So, you know, I wasn't able to make it, but I had to insert myself somehow. So um, my sister and I decided to kind of get one of those singing telegrams, if you will. Uh, sent over to the house the next day when you guys were all doing the barbecue. So we hired this woman, uh, and she had various like things that she would dress up as. There was all these things, but we landed on, um, I believe what she calls the character, uh, dirty bag lady. Okay. That's exactly. That's what the name of the character online when we were, cause like, she could dress up as a nerd. She would dress up as like Elvis. She, there was a lot of different things, but we went with the dirty bag lady one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we sent her over uh, Saturday uh, to the barbecue, and she was hired to basically come in. We told her, we told her like, listen, show up and act like you were at the races and. Um, 
you were like kind of lost and then just kind of like act like, oh, you guys celebrating something. And then by that time, I had Jody as our inside man in there, gather Scott and, and bring them out. And then she'll do like her song. And then she was supposed to split after. That's the setup. Okay. So first off, I hear whispers murmuring because we're like, this is all like, we're all kind of out back on the side of the house, but you can clearly, we're like kind of in the back of the driveway. So we're all sitting there hanging out. There's whispers going around that something's coming for Scott. And just to don't say anything, but like be ready. And now I'm wondering, did this fuck fly in? And he's about to show up right now. Uh, but then I was like, you know, he would have, he, he, I would have told you, you couldn't have, you couldn't have kept this from me. I would have told so you. So then that, I yeah. dismissed that thought. I said, what the fuck is about to pop up here? <laughs> so apparently we're waiting. It's kind of taken a little while. Turns out she got lost. Um, <laughs> so she actually really, she really yeah, played a part. Yeah. Then this fucking lady basically in like this large, the only way I can accurately describe it is picture missed out fire like <laughs> but like a, but like a person who looks like they have a lot of things on that aren't actually theirs right like i couldn't tell if this was a smaller woman that had like this kind of big like suit on with these like big floppy boobs and like she basically <laughs> had like a muumuu on she had like a muumuu in this big bag that Dirty she was bag like lady. yeah and i couldn't tell i kind of thought it was a man at first, because she had like this high pitched voice that sounded like this, and I couldn't tell. <laughs> so this lady walks up, and you know, and and Jodes kind of gets Ash and, and Scott to kind of walk out front a little, and they're like walking up What's very cautiously. Happening? Right. Everyone is like, "Who the fuck is this lady?" We have no idea. Perfect. It was, yeah, it's exactly what you wanted it to be, where there was a, there was a, it was shrouded in mystery as far as what she was going to do. Right. So then she starts like talking like this (laughs) and, oh, who's the bride and groom? (laughs) (laughs) And like all this shit and we're all fuck, we all start laughing. And then she's got like this little, I'm sure you kind of like had given her a little bit of peripheral information. Yeah. And she's like you know, asking the questions and like making little small talk for a couple minutes. And then she actually belts out and she, she had some pipes on her. It was yeah. good. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, she sang her little song and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Everyone had kind of like gathered in a semicircle around and she was singing, um, stop in the name of love. Scott in the name but, of love. Yeah. But we and, thought it was Scott. In the name yes. Of love. And there was parts where she was doing a little call and response we were all singing in the background. Oh, all right, it cool, cool, was cool. fucking hysterical. It so, was, was it good? Was it uh, a hit? A kudos to you, my friend. Nice. All right, good. That was an... I think it's exactly... You got everything that you paid for. Okay, good. You Every cent that you spent on that mm-hmm. was, was worth it. Yeah, it was last minute. <clears throat> so... You know, then she took a couple photos and and then she got the Did fuck the out of there. Did the kids like her? I... Did, were they freaked I think out? They that were, was the one thing I was thinking. I was like, maybe the, she might freak the kids out. I think she freaked everyone out. <laughs> I don't think that was just a kid's thing. I wanted to know so much more about her, but I just was like, it was, it was fucking hilarious. All right. So. Good job, Cindy. Yeah. So, uh, to Mrs. Doubtfire out there, kudos right, to that's you. Good. Yeah. Cause you that have was, my ringing endorsement. Yeah. Cause that was one of the things I, you know, people were giving me updates on the wedding, but I wasn't getting clear how that went. 
It was great. All right, good. It was great. I got some photos. I know plenty of people got it on camera. Oh, the best part was I forget who was filming. Um, maybe oh, Bro Brian. Bro Brian was filming, but Joe's was like close so that she could get right on Mrs. Doubtfire. But she was close enough, and she was like, as the lady was singing, Jody's kind of like miming like the hand motions as she's filming also <laughs> and brian pans away from the lady and films jody filming the lady <laughs> that was and just... she's like doing the hand and jody could not keep it together she was fucking dying laughing <laughs> it was so funny i'm telling you all right it was it was it was well good, worth good. it well 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 worth it all right good i'm glad so, i'm glad but yeah that was the weekend and then you know we got back to the house and just kind of hung out, woke up the next day, and got the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a great weekend. Um, congrats again, Scott, Ashley. Yes. Mazel tov. Yes. Uh, um, sorry, couldn't be, sorry I couldn't be there, but I was I was there. You were there. You were there. You were mentioned quite often. I was there last year. And I feel like you had mentioned last year that they I was mentioned plenty, and I was there in spirit. And mm-hmm. I feel like you were as uh, well represented as you could be. Without physically being there. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, your presence was missed, but not forgotten. All right, good, 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 good. So, um, all right, well, that's, that's the, is that, is that, that's, is that the recap? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's it. All right, let's, um, let's, let's get back to our original programming. Okay. And, uh, let's get into this week's Peacock. Let's do it. Getting into the peacock now. Um, go on Spotify, everyone. Type it in. Go find the playlist. What, what is the playlist? Peacocks in music. Mm. Go on there, find it. All the tracks are on there. Like, subscribe, do all the fucking fun shit. Um, all the all the episodes are on there too. So if you guys are first time listeners, you can go on Spotify, search for peacocks in music. And not only are the episodes on there, but uh, following all the episodes on there are the Peacock that we do every week. All of their songs and stuff on there so you can get a little musical uh, little musical uh, scratch to your itch on that. And just very quickly, um, this is episode 33. So this, this is going to be yeah. the first of the next bracket. We've pushed, due to the fact that this is a... Shut the funk up, uh, Scott Cast. Yeah. Next week we will be doing the bracket. Next week we will also be doing uh, the voicemails. We thought it would be a good idea to let anyone else uh, talk about the wedding or weigh in on anything we talked about. Yeah. So we are pushing that. We are teasing that professionally until next week. Yeah. Next week you will be satiated by your voicemails, and we will pick the uh, the advancer of the bra- of the, the second, second bracket of the final four. Correct. So I just wanted to plug that 305-741-3671. Yes. Okay. All right. So this week's Peacock is Bobby Fuller. Bobby Fuller. Bobby Fuller. I think 
You, sh- you I think you, we talked. Uh, you might. You should know. I think you should, I. You should think I know. know. Okay. Uh, born October twenty second, nineteen forty two. Died July eighteenth, nineteen sixty six. Yes, yep. he was young. Yep, twenty three. I believe. I know he this was. one. Yep. Um, rock and pop. Little little bit of surf rock in there, but yeah, rock and pop. Uh, musician. Uh, born Robert Gaston Fuller in Baytown, Texas. Mm-hmm. Texas boy. Yes, Texas boy through and through. Mm-hmm. Uh, family moved to El Paso in 1956. Um, and that was also the same year when Elvis kind of broke out. And that was the beginning of the end for him. Because he was like a very big, like he wanted to basically be. Yeah, he was a big Elvis guy, and he was an even bigger Buddy Holly guy. He yep. loved Buddy Holly. Mm-hmm. Um, played in various clubs, uh, in bars and stuff, um, in, around Texas. Um, kind of like started making a name for himself there, but really made a name for himself when he built the home studio, um, in his childhood home at like the age of like sixteen. And it was a pretty legit studio from what I read. He built an echo chamber in there, grabbed various boards and microphones from local radio stations and stuff, and um, local um, bands actually enjoyed the studio so much that they asked to start recording there. And Bobby actually let them record at his studio for free as long as he... Um, was able to produce them, and that was kind of his way of like practicing and honing his production skills mm-hmm. while while uh, recording these uh, local bands for free. Um, in '64, he moves to LA and uh, goes and says, "I'm gonna hit the big time with his band, the Bobby Fuller Four, mm-hmm. which is now that's the famous the Bobby Fuller Four. Um, and he immediately gets signed to Mustang Records by Bob Keen. And I looked up Bob Keen um, was uh, Buddy Holly's manager, or I'm sorry, Richie Valens manager, mm-hmm. and he uh, recorded like a bunch of Buddy Holly stuff. He was like the owner of like Mustang and Delphi Records, so he was like kind of a big deal. Um, and immediately, yeah, he wrote "I Fought the Law" like right, yeah. right when he got out there. That was like the was that his biggest hit. That one it's and there, Letter right? Dance. Yeah, okay. that, yes, that was his biggest That was hit. the one that propelled him into stardom or whatever you want to call. Yeah, uh, that one and Letter Dance, you both, you pretty much went to L.A. and just both of them he wrote and just became huge successes. Um, I think I Fought the Law peaked at number nine on the Billboard charts. That was the highest it got. Um, but like, like I said, he was a big fan of, 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 uh, of Buddy Holly. And when you listen to him... He pretty much sounds like Buddy Holly's band with just like a little bit of the Texas style in there. He's got yeah. a little bit of like a little surf rocky slide guitar-y type of thing in there. Mm-hmm. A little Tex-Mex injection in on it. Um, which is why I always like Bobby Fuller because it was that it was it's that vintage like rock and roll sound, but he had his own twang his own, to it. Yeah, his own twist on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, within months of writing I Fought the Law and uh, Let Her Dance, um, he was found dead outside yep. of a Hollywood hotel in his car. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of mystery surrounding it. No mm-hmm. one really knows what happened. He had no broken bones, no bruises. Um, the only thing that they the coroner, the coroner could really find was 
these type of like hemorrhages on his face, chest, and his side that were consistent with like gasoline vapors. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was like that was always the odd thing of like why did he, why does he have these gasoline vapors on him? But the car, you know, wasn't running or anything like that, that was happening. Mm-hmm. Um. So as death was ruled, they don't know. They it, the the on the coroner's report they said that the coroner uh, checked the suicide box and the accidental uh, box, but he put question marks between by by but next to both boxes yep. because it's just it didn't really make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of speculation um, where there's a lot of people. That think there's there's a really there's a big contingency of people that think that Charles Manson and the Manson murders and he was involved like he got caught up on it. A lot of people think like like his uh, to this day his one of his band members is just fully convinced that it was you know the Charles Manson family and like, I he have was just my... wrong place wrong time. Yeah, I have. I want you. It was there. And then the other one, the other big yeah. one was the mafia. Yep. Was the organized crime? He was allegedly maybe involved with a mafioso's wife. So I think what I had read, and maybe this, you know, I can't really remember, but I had thought that there was the organized crime element of it was that I think someone of his um, manager or someone had been had ties to organized crime in in the fact that like that's how he got his deal. And then yes. there was a way that, like, he wanted to get out of that deal, and those people didn't want to let him go because they, I think, saw, you know, the money signs that were probably going to come. Yeah, and they also speculate that the police were involved, too. Like, they were in on it, too. Yeah. And that's why they kind of just brushed it under and Yeah, and I think his mom was, like, trying to advocate to, like, try to get it from basically not a suicide and to get people to try to and investigate. She, that is true. And she yeah. um, she did eventually get it changed officially to an accident. Oh, she did? Yeah, it's oh, not okay. a suicide anymore, like on the paper, on, yeah. on, the paper on, on the books. But yeah, so like it's a quick one this week, you know, because he died really young. The uh, The death is very mysterious on it. You can uh, you can come up with your own conclusions on what, what you think happened. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with mafia stuff. Me too. Because it seems most just the most... That's That should just happen all the time back then. Yeah, for with sure. all those artists out there in LA. Um, but yeah, Bobby Fuller, um, go check him out. He it was he has a really, really cool... It's you know it was, it's the, it's the 50s and 60s, so it's that old type of rock and roll sound. Mm-hmm. You know, Richie Valens type, type of uh, rock and roll too. And, um, it's like when they had just really starting to experiment and learn like how to use the electric guitar yeah yeah exactly and he was one of the things he was really touted for was he didn't not he didn't do covers and shit Mm -hmm. like when he was especially when he was coming up like a lot of the bands especially like in the beginning there in the 60s like i mean the beatles and the rolling stones always did covers of like you know old blues musicians and stuff and even to this day there's tons of songs that people think that are like originals that the Rolling Stones did and they did so many covers. He yeah. never did that. He always penned his own shit when they played live. He always played his own like his own material. Like it was very rare when to, for to do covers and stuff. Yeah, he I from what I read too, he was like Cuz that's how Buddy Holly was. That's yeah. he really looked up the Buddy Holly. I think he was a drummer. Was he a, was he the drummer? I think he Who? 
Was was he? No, he was. He, uh, he could was play like every. Okay, so guitars. Yeah, but like he was uh, like he practiced like music was his yeah. his thing. Like he like as soon as Elvis and Buddy Holly got in, mm-hmm. like into his, his little head, brother was the bassist, Randy yeah. Fuller. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, um, and then and a bunch of a bunch of uh, a few of the the guys that were um, in the Bobby Fuller Four went on to go play with Buddy Holly before he died mm-hmm. in his tragic plane crash. Mm. I'm not gonna watch that documentary on a plane. <laughs> no, 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 no. That one's bad. Don't watch. Yeah, don't watch the uh, Richie Valens uh, uh, documentary. Have you ever seen that documentary? No. It's really good. It's like done by like AMC or something. But okay. yeah, I'll check it. But yeah, that's your peacock in music this week. Like I said, it's a quick one. It's 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 Bob, Bobby Fuller. He's been like you know, I got I have a huge list of people that you know, and he was one, and it, it's a short but sweet one. I'd, but he has to be recognized in my book. Yeah, no, no, no. And I think he, we and never the death know. What, is always fun. To me, he falls in the category just like so many other musicians of the what could have been. Right? Yes. And um, I remember reading up on him. I don't even know how. Oh, I listened to an episode of Criminal. This is Phoebe Judge. <laughs> and this is Criminal. Yeah, that's right. And did she it. did it. And I, I texted you and you were like, it's already on the list, bud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. And okay, I was like, okay. fuck. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to, you know, bring some musical chops to this. There was another one. It was um, I when I was reading my research too, but it, but it didn't make sense to me because it was um, Sam Cooke's brother was like really advocating that how Bobby Fuller's death and Sam Cooke's death was really similar, but like because when we did Sam Cooke yeah. was one of the very one of the very first ones we ever did. And I did not see the, the that the association between the two, and like I was reading about it, and like Sam Cooke's brother was like adamant about like hmm. this. There was all these similarities in the deaths, and I was like, I don't see that. I I, I don't know if yeah. what he was trying to do there if he, if he knew something that we didn't. Yeah, but that was the other like thing in there that like maybe it had something to do with like Sam Cooke's death. I definitely think part of Bobby Fuller's. Like you had mentioned, like the cops, there was just such little information on what occurred that to me, it had to be an inside job. There had to be cooperation with the law or someone that could make this go away or like get rid of evidence or something like that. Because even for it being in the mid sixties, there was just like nothing, nothing. And that was to me, that's. When when that happens, you know something smells fishy around that. Yeah, you know? yeah, something something happened there. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that that's that's your peacock, Bobby Fuller. Um, uh, I see we've got what well, we've got a little we got a we got, I got a little soak action thing going. What, what I, do we got here? What do you, I, what, did something to, go down? What do we got to to piggyback off of what you had told us? I think it was on a what did I learn this week about the Mormons that are soaking. Ah, right. uh, yes. uh, yeah. I have a soak date. <laughs> I have a soak date, and With your wife? they're no, 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 no. I have an update about soaking a soak date. <laughs> um, there, I, I saw something over the weekend, which <laughs> I love which that. made me perk up. And there is a new um, development. There's a new development in the soaking um, craze that is Ooh, that is sweeping through the nation of Mormonism. Up? Soak date me. So, as you know. The Mormons cannot have sex, and as long as there's not any type of thrusting, yes, then the thrusting connotes 
sex, yes. apparently. It's not the fact that the dick is fully in the vagina. No. That doesn't matter, apparently. No. It's just whether or not there is an active thrust. Yeah, they so, they, they sit in it and they and then she starts kegeling or whatever. And soaking, that, that's yeah, a, that's what happens. So I the the new development is now is that the Mormons um, there was this chick and she was saying that basically that she would like step on the bed to push the bed up and down. Instead of the guy or girl thrusting wow. to basically analog thrust for them. So it was like on... on They're I don't, pushing the limits of this soaking, man. I don't know if it was on TikTok or on, on Instagram or something. I, I, I don't know where I saw it. But basically, it was like a picture of this chick. And she's like, when your roommate needs needs help during the soaking so you're she was like stepping on the bed so the bed so an outside up. person stepping yeah so basically oh, someone wow. was someone you know a couple was like you know not having sex and this chick would push up and down on the bed so that the bed would move and not the hips that so does is that sex no i guess not these mormons are i like the way that they Really circumventing the laws, huh? Yes, they really have thought about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And I and I commend that. I think the next move would be just getting on like one of those bull ride, those bull riding I, things. I, I was gonna like, say, you put me in the front seat, I drive. You guys get in the back. <laughs> the woman gets on, and I'll on hit top an old to soak. Dirt road. I'm gonna hit an old dirt road. Yeah, and just bumpy. You know, bumps and jumps and all that, and that'll get you, that'll get it done for you. Right? Yeah, we're not gonna get in the Cadillac either. We're gonna no, get it's gotta have bad the, suspension. The rusty. Yep, the Bronco. Right. Not you, OJ. But no, OJ. Yeah, you stay away from the Bronco. Yeah. The Mormons, you can get in the Bronco, but no bucking. Wow. Yeah. So that is my soak date. There is a new development, and uh, and kudos to the friend. That the you know the third party in there. You're watching, right? It was a chick. It was a chick. So kudos to the third party saying, "I got you, fam." Yeah, respect to her. Mm-hmm. If you're out there listening, you probably are. Yes, we have a big contingency out in SLC. They need to find just one of those vibrating beds where you put the like you put the coins in the Ooh, side. Oh, I you know like what that. I mean? Or what if we Pop came a up tokens in? What if we came up with instead of a vibrating bed, just a bed that kind of like shook more in the middle? If they really want to like, if they really want to like, you know really push the limits of this loophole you need to go get a water bed mm. you know yeah and then you and then you can have at it yeah so you guys can tussle around in the sea go ahead yeah uh yeah but don't pop that bed because you might get a little bit more soaked than you wanted oh god i just double love soak. what you did there double soak that's a that's a super soaker the old did i take it the old super soaker. is that it yeah that's it um Speaking of, that's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. Episode thirty three for you guys. Um, Scott we, the sh- Scott the sh- the shut the funk up Scott cast. So yep, we uh, it's a tribute to you, my friend. Um, uh, we ha- we we squeezed it in there because, like I said, I'm popping on a plane. You popped in tomorrow. last night. I popped in last night. You're popping out tomorrow. I'm popping out tomorrow for Vegas bound. We did um, this for you guys. Yeah, we did this for you guys, and because you guys complain so much when we have lives, and um, yeah, I'll be in Vegas this week uh, at the sports book. We're we'll, gonna we'll pop some bets in for you. Yep. Should we pop in some bets for you? Yep. Yep. Hit me up. I'm gonna put some. Uh, I'm gonna lay some action. Yeah. If any of you guys want to get some stuff in there, uh, text, text in. Text, yeah. Text. 
text, text in and let me know, and I'll get them in there for you. If you want there, some futures bets? There you go. We can do that. We can. I'll be at Mandalay Bay. Mm. Um, as always, uh, like, subscribe, review. Um, walk over. You know. You know. Go over to that to that uh, subscribe button, and. Uh, you know, just just like at, at a wedding. Um, Don't you know, press the button. Get on the bed and let me <laughs> hit the bed, and yeah. that your finger will then hit the button. Right. So, so you don't have to hit it. Go over to that that subscribe button. Go over to that like button and soak in it. Mm. And then Jordan's gonna be at the end of the. I'll bed. be the chick in the bed, like just bumping on the bed for you, slowly pushing down mm-hmm. on the bed. I got you, fam. You know he's gonna get. He's gonna. So he's gonna start slow. Mm-hmm. Until you really work your way up to that, the, to, to to that like to the like, sub- subscribe button. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna subscribe real hard, real hard. Let, trust me. Um, I, I mean, Jordan was at the end of my bed before this whole soaking business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you think Jordan hasn't been at the end of my bed in a couple sessions, you're sadly mistaken. Mm-hmm. So smash that subscribe button, soak in it, um, do whatever you gotta do. Uh, just make sure you um, are careful. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Be responsible. Soak responsibly. Soak responsibly. That's all we can say. And um, we will see you guys next week. Love you, Scott.